All right, I think we are live. Let me just check the feed. Just want to make sure we're coming into the group all good. How are you, Oliver? I'm well. How are you? Good, man. I don't think I've ever actually connected with you live, like video face to face or anything yeah, like that. Maybe so, not. I'm sure. I'm sure we did do some athlete contacts uh, content years ago, um, but maybe not recently. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while inside athletes for sure. And now you got two two kids now right yeah yeah two little girls yeah one uh poppy is uh two and a bit and bonnie is four and a half months oh, so yeah. uh, that's why i look like this probably changed <laughs> a lot since you uh since you last saw me like lack of sleep and all that stuff but it's all good you get four you got you're halfway to where i'm at so you're almost there four children wow my wife wants another i'm like i'm done i'm yeah. fully done four four i couldn't oh, i couldn't even imagine it <laughs> I, I guess at four you just give up right it's like <laughs> it's like i, I'm done. I don't one. care there's no there's no rules just do what you want rule my house <laughs> <laughs> uh, well today we're going to chat i think this is a very important topic uh big thing is that hopefully not everybody is waiting till q4 to be doing this it should be an ongoing thing but i think now is the big the big time to really you know if you haven't dived in and started focusing on it either take some of this uh, stuff we're going to go over and implement it, start to implement it, even after quarter four. I'm sure most of what we're going to go in today is highly, highly relevant and uh, very, very important. And Oliver and his team excel. So I'm pretty excited to jump in. We are in the busy time. This is the biggest quarter of the year. Obviously, everybody knows that. So anything that we can do to basically uh, pull in more revenue, uh, as Alex, I think Alex Steele calls it free conversions, you know, you can basically, this is all. This is all free. This is all free stuff. You're not paying for it, essentially. Um, only thing you'd have to maybe pay for, depending on you know how we're testing in the platforms, is potentially for some dev time. But um, I'm pretty excited for this. So let's let's go ahead and dive in. I know you were planning on sharing your screen. Yeah, maybe like sure. presentation, something like that. Absolutely, yeah. And I think I think there's some relevant points you just made. First and foremost, I think everyone, uh, not everyone, but the majority of people undervalue CRO because you know, they spend most of their time optimizing ads, creative campaigns, trying to scale vertically even in one platform or going outside of that platform, trying to get more traffic. And, you know, yep. we've spoken at some of the biggest conventions in, in the world in, in the in the media and DTC space. And every talk majority is about traffic. It's like, how can I scale? And you, you hit the nail on the head. What Alex said, like, this is free money. So you're sending the same amount of people to your pages. But imagine if you could increase your conversion rate and make more per customer that visits your page. And that's the power of CRO. Yeah. Um, you know, people have literally taken advice from us and, you know, double, treble their conversion rates, which again, you're sending the same 10,000 people to your page, but instead of a hundred people buying two, 300 people are buying. So it's like, it's literally money in your pocket. So the biggest takeaway, I guess I can say before we jump into the specific points um is is you just take action it doesn't take long you also mentioned about um you know having to hire some dev time etc which I, I i totally uh, agree with but most of the stuff that i'm going to show you on this on this workshop can just be applied by yourself it, it's it's logic and a lot of cro is just common knowledge it's just common sense it's like this thing here psychologically works so put it here so um we'll, we'll jump into that so let me a lot uh, of go is, ahead a lot of is you know see how the 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 strategy of CRO is to fail and learn, you know, approach it from what you're going to do may not necessarily work, but take those learnings to apply to, to, to better the store. What do you guys typically use for 
Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I totally agree with you for in a traditional sense. Traditional CRO is, is setting up different tests, driving media, seeing if it works, relying on guesswork, what may work, what may not work. It's, it's a long drawn out process. It's an ongoing process. And you 100% should be doing ongoing CRO. What we tend to teach is more like conversion design. So it's putting the right things in the oh, place sure. from day one based yep. on like 10 years of data. We've been yep. doing this for 10 years and I'll give you a little bit of backstory in a minute for those who don't know who I am or who we are. Um, but just putting things in the right place on your pages in the right order, uh, key conversion, high impact principles can ha actually have where CRO traditionally would, would get you in six months in day one. So yep. hopefully that's what, that's what we teach and that's what I'm gonna teach you guys today. So I'm gonna jump into this, give you a little quick background on myself for those of you who don't know me. Who is Oliver Kenyon? Who is this weird guy in the UK um, telling you about CRO? Right. I started actually online in affiliate marketing in 2013. Um, I actually built the largest affiliate community online. I never planned to. It was never meant to be a business, but it turned out to be the largest. They have 230,000 plus members, uh, which I sold to Neil Patel in 2017. Uh, and inside that community that I built, I co-founded ConversionWise. So I founded my partner. Uh, on the site, which is such a small world. He only lives 30 minutes away, which is nuts. Like we have this, this uh, site that's uh, like AdLeaks, a community where people all around the world connect. And I found Andy and he's 30 minutes down the road, which is crazy. So we founded ConversionWise. An interesting fact, I was actually member number three at AdLeaks. So I'm good friends with Tim, the founder of uh, AdLeaks. And Tim was number one, Sean was number two. I was member number three. So that's an interesting fact. Um, so as I said, back in 2013, we founded a company called ConversionWise. We originally called Landing Page Guys. Uh, with one main key focus to build high converting landing pages. Uh, the last 10 years, we've spoken Affiliate Summit, Affiliate World, Performance In, all of the top conferences, uh, all about CRO and how you can increase your conversion rates. We've worked with thousands of clients, some of the biggest D2C clients online, including brands that you'd probably recognize, Unilever, SlimFast, Bodybuilding.com, Lotus Biscuits, Manny Pacquiao, T-Pain. Tim himself obviously uses us. Um, so yeah, we, we've kind of um, been, been around. So this, that's how we kind of, uh, I guess, have the authority to, to, to share these things with you today. We're now currently a team of 30 plus conversion rate experts from designers, to developers, copywriters, uh, account managers, CRO, audit specialists, et cetera. Uh, but our, we always have one mission and that is how to make high conversion rates achievable for everyone. That's the sole reason that I get on these kind of workshops and webinars because we believe in the power of CRO. Like I said, we believe that it's very, very under uh, undervalued. Not many people put enough time into CRO. So my whole perspective and my whole uh, mission in life is to uh, get this in front of as many people as possible because we've seen the results. The results are, are, are ridiculous. So let's get into it. I've, I've kind of done a little bit of a presentation. I've got some live examples. I'm going to annotate a page for you um, to pull out the examples. And some of these things are not uh, new to you. You've probably heard of them, but please just give it uh, from my 10 years in this industry, um, consistently month to month, creating and optimizing funnels and stores and pages for, for clients. We probably do between 50 and 60 projects a month at the moment on our agency side of the business. This is where all this data comes from. So hopefully that kind of just says to you, this is coming from a good place. This is factual. Okay. Yep. So um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's, uh, that's done that. So number one, and I know this is uh, this is quite cliche, but I would really recommend, and we're gonna we're gonna focus on CRO, and there's a couple of just uh, snippets in this and um, slides that just talk about before you set your store up to convert, uh, what you should be doing in the build up. 
build your list in advance. Now, I don't know if any of you have heard of Gleam, uh, Gleam.io. It's a really easy to implement, really cool bit of software. I'll literally go onto my browser and show you. Uh, well, you've got a snapshot here, actually. Um, <clears throat> it's really easy to implement, but it's, it's basically viral competitions. Now, if I, and we do have e-com stores, and we are doing this for our, our businesses on e-com stores, we're also going to do this with conversion-wise as well. But what we're doing now, and literally now, because Justin was right, you know, Q4, you should be preparing now, but you should also start planning now and getting getting stuff going because there's so much in Q4. You've got Halloween coming up. You've then got BCF, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, you've obviously got Christmas. You've got New Year. Like there's so many different events. So the quicker you can build that list, uh, the, the more people you have to advertise to. I Sorry. think that's where a lot of people, that's where a lot of people fail. Like they get to September, October and they're like, okay, we got to start prepping for BFCM. Yeah. And no, you should have started that in January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like definitely. as soon as Black Friday is over, you should be going into list list building, building your segments, you know, and and have depending on your budget. I mean, some people are really budget strapped, but putting a percentage of your overall budget into what he's gonna talk about now, which is list building and nurturing. I mean, yeah, and, and Gleam is is a really good software to do this um free of charge. Well, you pay for the software, but if you have any sort of list. Uh, you can use that as a catalyst to build up your viral competition. So what's really amazing about Gleam, it's, it's very, very easy to set up. So as I explained, with our econ companies, with ConversionWise, what we're going to do is you set a pool of prizes. So let's say, for example, ConversionWise, our design development agency, we have our academy where we teach conversion rate optimization. We have our agency where we build pages. We have several different offerings. So what we're going to do is we're going to set five to 10 prizes. So the top prize might be something like a full store design development build that costs roughly 10 to 15 K. You then might have a year's membership to our academy. That's $700. You then might have, you know, tier it, a month's membership to the academy. So you guys with physical product stores, for example, could have a bundle as your top prize. You then might have you giving away one at one skew you're giving away a couple of skews so work out what prizes you're going to have and what gleam allows you to do is set up a viral competition so people land on this this, this is what the kind of landing page does you don't need any designs developers it's super easy to set up they host the page so you don't even need to know hosting uh, you set it up and you have a you can have a uh, customizable url so let's say for example it would be conversionwise.com forward slash giveaway they land on the page and they're going to have all these things that they need to do in order to gain more points, which are entries into the competition, the giveaway. So put a time frame on it, maybe run it for a week, uh, but give away some of your products, give away a bundle, give away a SKU. It might cost you like $500, but if you were to run, for example, and I'm not the expert, Justin can, can uh, comment on this, but if you were to uh, run like a, a lead magnet campaign on Facebook, I mean, what are you paying per, per opt-in, Justin? $2, $3, $5? I don't know. Oh, you can get them for, I mean, you can get them for under a dollar to a dollar 50. I mean, if you're running Facebook Legion type stuff, you can get yeah. them very, very. So, so you imagine if you, you ran this to your list and you had a catalyst, so you had a, a list to start with to send people to, and they start, the virality picks up and you start getting more and more people signed up. Um, you can get really cheap cost per lead because let's say you, you, you cost your, your prizes may cost you two, three hundred dollars but you've got a thousand people on that list, your, your cost per lead is, is minimal because you're only outlaying that price. You don't, you can drive paid media to these pages. And if you know paid media do, uh, but often, even if you just have a, an email list of a few thousand people, it's a good enough catalyst to get the virality in these contests to start building a list. So you run it on a time frame. Sorry, Justin, go on. 
No, I was going to say the big thing with this, when you're, when you're building your lists and maybe you're going to go into this, I'm jumping ahead, make sure you have some type of uh, nurturing sequence, nurturing process set up that you just don't build this list and don't have some type of way of communicating with them to educate them about your project product, educate them about your company, because majority of these people are not going to convert. I would say a high percentage of them, probably 80 to 90%, unless you're nurturing them and keeping them in touch with what you're doing. Yeah, totally agree. And Gleam has really good integrations on the back end. I mean, there's loads of these softwares out there. There's Viper and, and several other ones. Um, we actually have a discount. I don't know if you do, Justin and Adleek, so I'm not going to step on your guys' toes. We might. We might. I'm not sure. I'll have to. I can. Justin might have something. So uh, I don't want to step on your toes, but reach out if you want a discount. Anyway, um, what, what's good is you put a timestamp on it. So you run it for, say, a week. So let's say you commit to setting this up this week. Next week, you go live with your competition. You run it for a week. And then at the end of the week, as, as Justin said, you need to nurture that list so you can hook in Clavio or something on the back end. But at the end of the week, you have a bigger list that you haven't paid for via just obviously you've spent that initial capitalist. Uh, now, what I would do with that list then is nurture it further. So you can say, unfortunately, you know, pick your winners, send out your winners, be very transparent about winners because people who enter these competitions want to see who won and they want to see those people getting the prizes. So if you can get the people who you send prizes to to take pictures, it just has an authenticity kind of to it it means that it's real it means that they can trust you and then what you want to do is email them out after and say i'm so sorry you missed out uh on on the prizes however as a thank you for signing up we've got some incredible exclusive sales coming up for you in the given coming weeks now you could do that first and foremost if you plan today you could do that for halloween you could do your halloween sale as a thank you you know sorry you missed out here's a 30 percent coupon that you can use on our store for 24 hours in our halloween special you could save that to BCFM, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, so you could do it then. But I think what's really, really important, the point I'm going to get across here is if you can, and if you have a list now, try and use something like Gleam to build up more of a list uh, at a fraction of the cost of paid ads uh, in the upcoming weeks. So you will then have a nice list of fresh uh, customers to then go and sell to. So that's point number one. And again, we are going to look into the CRO points beyond this point. I just wanted to mention these couple of things because this is what we're doing. This is what a lot of our customers are doing and focusing on. Uh, point number two is focus on SMS, especially when it comes to sales in Q4. You're going to get, and I'm not going to be the first person to talk to you about this. I'm no expert in SMS, but you are going to get far higher click and open rates on SMS than you are on email. So the way we do this for our clients <clears throat> is when someone lands on our site or on their uh, store, for example, we'll serve, serve a modal pop-up using Clavio or one of whatever software you want to use. And it will be your typical, uh, your typical modal. So it will say something like, hey, want to get 5% off your next purchase? Uh, tell us where to send your coupon. So that's very important. The terminology on your modal is really important. Don't say enter your email now put it frame it as in, in a convenience for the consumer so say tell us where we can send your coupon now point down so directional cue pointing emoji whatever to that field they input their email now i know i said sms email step one because it's a lower barrier to entry then on point number two of the modal you say okay five percent is cool but how about 15 we're giving our vip members 15 percent off all you need to do is tell us where to send your sms then you ask your SMS. If you ask the SMS first, typically speaking, you won't get a higher conversion rate. If you go email first, it's a lower barrier to entry. Then you've got someone in your flow, even though it's just a modal. 
Step two, you then upsell them to the higher discount for an SMS. So start building your SMS as well. Justin, are you guys doing this? Yeah, it's ex that's exactly what, spot on exactly 100% what we do. We use Amazing. Emotive. We don't typically use Clavios. Uh, Adlix has a deal with Emotive, so you can, I think you can get 15%. Uh, emotive, okay, cool. I don't think I've heard and of we, okay. Yeah, it's kind of a it's competitor of Attentive. Um, nice. But we're doing the exact same thing. And the nice thing about what, what you were explaining is if they abandon step one and they get to SMS, you still have captured the email and then you still have explicit consent. You could still email them, which is the great thing. Very they cool. don't actually have to go through all the way through the, the steps to, to submit. So perfect. Guys, go and look that up in Adleaks. You've got a, a discount for that. So point number two, <clears throat> definitely focus on SMS. Right. We're going to switch now to be more uh, CRO based. But as I said, they were just two things that, we are seeing time and time, like I, said, like I said, we speak to a lot of people on our agency side of the business, 50, 60 new customers per month. So we, we have conversations with what people are doing. We see trends, we see what's working. Uh, and this is all we hear at the moment. Prior one thing, to one thing that we do notice. List and then SMS. Yeah, one thing that we do notice on SMS, and this is going a little bit more advanced, <clears> and maybe we can do something and touch on this later, but a lot of people will, it's very, very natural that if you have not implemented SMS in the past, and you start implementing it and you start bringing your email list over into your SMS, your email revenue is going to plummet. Keep that in mind. Don't be alarmed. You're basically moving uh, revenue from one to the other. Now, obviously you should be getting more people Increase for new customers, yeah. but if you, if you do send some type of opt-in for existing customers to try and capture their phone number or you have consent and you start, you will see pretty significant drop because sms is very powerful the really the, the really hard thing to try and figure out is proving the incrementality of it leveraging like some type of attribution platform to see you know what you know where that impact actually occurs but you will see an impact so keep that in mind yeah yeah and you you know you um you mentioned a really crucial word there is compliance so use something that uh backs up your compliance because i know a lot of people that can get in trouble for uh for sending un, un kind of solicited sms cool right let's get into the yeah let's get into the actual uh, sms you can't if you don't have if you don't have consent uh, you send it. find per email is different you can email whoever you want but sms you have to have that compliance, which now yeah. most of the platforms make have it, it baked in, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can't send it if you know. Exactly. So. Cool. Point number three. So this is more to do with your ads before we get into the actual uh, pages themselves. Uh, is we've we've seen huge, huge increases in conversion rates when people focus on continuity between their ad and their landing page. So we've dreamed up this little ad on the left hand side. I'm going to share this page with you guys in a minute. Um, we've kind of created this project, Convergent Vit. It's our multivitamin pill that hopefully all of you athletes, people are going to go and buy. Um, you can't even buy it, but we've created this kind of test product so we can showcase you a real product on a real store. This is our ad on the left-hand side. Now, again, ignore the copy, ignore the content. I am not a, an ad specialist. My point being is the continuity between this ad and then what they land on on the landing page. So on the right is this landing page. I'm going to show you this in full shortly. Uh, but we see far higher conversion rates when people use uh, the same image on their creative that people see when they land on the landing page. The same goes for the title and the same goes for the description, even if it's just a consistency between, OK, we use green tick marks as an emoji in our ad creative. We then use it in our product description on a landing page. Similar titles, 
but most importantly is that image. If you can carry that image across from your, uh, from your, from your uh, ad creative to your product page, especially if you can have it as that first image in your carousel, then your conversion rates will, will increase due to that continuity. I have a Sorry. question for you. I'm going to throw yeah, a ball at you. So this is for like a product specific ad. Correct. So we have like, for example, say a mirror store. And one thing that we notice is, you know, they have a wide selection of mirrors. Mm -hmm. You may have a picture of a mirror in your ad, but you're driving to a collection page. And what we notice is when we run some correlation reports is the ad actually doesn't correlate with them actually buying that specific product. They shop around. They and just want to see the mirrors. Yeah. So how, how does that work in this scenario because have, have you ever tested having that mirror as the first product on the collection page out of interest mm, i don't know if we have or not i'd have that probably i'd maybe run it but I, yeah you're you're right this is more towards uh product pages specific products um 100 so there, there's no right or wrong answer for collection pages um collection pages are collection pages you want people to and we can talk about collection pages there's lots you can do on collection pages to increase your conversion rates um, but as far as the ads to the page, I, I, this doesn't apply. You're right. Yeah. Correct. No, and it yeah. wasn't, that was just more of, if you had any experience in that, like, no, to, to be perfectly honest, again, we don't really sit on the ad side. Um, we more focus on obviously the conversion rate, the yeah. page. Um, but what we are seeing consistently, we now ask if we're doing single product pages, we will now ask the customers to see their ads, to make sure there's that continuity between or tell them you should be using this because time and time again, um, it's, it's seeing a real uplifting conversion rates. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Number four is adding a mobile mobile. So I, I designed all these, um, all these creatives and all this page to be Halloween focused, just because I'm giving an example of a sale within Q4. Obviously if this is black Friday, cyber Monday, it becomes a black Friday, cyber Monday banner. If it's a Christmas, it becomes Christmas. If it's New Year, it becomes New Year. You get the point. But we're going to focus on Halloween just for this example because it's the next upcoming sale within Q4. Um, we've seen again, and the next few slides are really going to speak into the whole point of having to hold the hand of your consumer. So we see it more and more now that the more obvious you make things, the higher the conversion rate is. And I know that seems like common sense. However, some people overcomplicate everything. So you may have a sale on, but you might not auto apply the coupon. You may have the sale on, but the price doesn't reflect the sale price. And often, you know, there's huge discrepancies normally between add to carts and purchases. And there's obviously things you can do in your checkout that can improve that. Uh, and you need to better your landing page. So that's a, that's a big factor. However, if you can keep the messaging consistent and literally hold people's hands through a sale, you will increase your conversion rates. So we we do this on a lot of customer stores we've done this actually on um a few recent stores due to the economical environment which is quite cool so we've actually had modals when people land on the site there's a pop-up that comes out straight away you can't even access the the product page until you read the modal that actually speaks into the cost of living crisis so it says due to the cost of living uh crisis we have dropped up our, our prices by 20 percent uh Discounts are automatically applied. Click now to shop or save big. <coughs> and excuse me. And we've seen increases in conversion rates just from, you know, touching on that kind of point. But the, the, the whole um, benefit of this is first and foremost, when people land on your page, you are holding their hands. Okay. So you are telling them you're not just doing it in an email and then they go on the landing page and there's no continuity. 
you are saying it's like that add to uh add to landing page it's the continuity you are serving a mobile that says halloween sale now on up to 50 percent off selected items discount automatically applied now that's really important actually telling people that their discount is automatically implied obviously if there was if this was coupon based you could do it on a coupon so you could say enter coupon to apply discount and then you have your coupon but actually walking someone through the process before they're even then going to shop on your site is super super important like i say it all the time but you have to treat people like they're six years old when it comes to your copy when it comes to your processes when it comes to your pre-purchase flow everything has to be consistent and all of these things that i'm telling you by the way and this is the same with any cro you're not going to make one change and it double your conversion rates all of these things do this they move the needle slightly but when you start layering five to ten of these conversion principles that you're not doing on your stores already you will start to see that noodle needle dramatically increase and that's how you can kind of really skip those so before they even land on the site we use Clavio to create this but again I think Justin's got a, a good alternative inside ad leaks um serve them a modal that just literally calls out the sale so again if it's Black Friday you call out Black Friday Black Friday sale now on up to x amount uh, uh discount available on store-wide discount is automatically applied tell them save big now okay we can talk about call to actions um I'm a big fan of emojis make sure your buttons stand out and maybe we can do this on modal uh, I think it's seven that I have where we actually look at the product page um I'd be happy to go through some additional conversion principles that you should have on the product page um any pointers on that one Justin mm, nope uh the only thing I I'm it's gray for me pop so these are just specifically pop-ups these aren't actually specifically exit intent nope these these land as soon as you land on the site yeah yeah nope cool okay so don't underestimate the value of your uh toolbar now again a lot of people get this wrong and I'm going to show you the live page example after this and run through um the the real life example and show you what it looks like on a page but what a lot of people do on their toolbars is they'll call out one element they'll keep it short and snappy they'll also uh, have the toolbar that's um, the same color as their logo it might be the same color as the rest of the site you want to treat your toolbar like your CTA so your call to action buttons should be the complete opposite color of your brand and I know that might sound stupid and we deal like I say with a lot of clients and a lot of big clients that are very protective of their brand and this is probably the most common argument we have with people on the agency side of the business they say well why would I want like orange kind of buttons when my brand is pink and I get it sometimes you want to protect your brand sometimes you want to like especially when it comes to things like fashion and clothing stores people are very protective over pastel colors and you know I, I have to use this uh this kind of eggshell color as my call to action and that's fine but all I say to them is if you want something that's going to make you more money make it stand out more so the same goes for your toolbar you have to make sure your toolbar stands out so again if you're looking at your toolbar now and your whole site is white and your toolbar is white it's not going to stand out people aren't going to look it there's also some really important things that you need to do on your toolbar one is call out seasonality so whether it's if you're just having a general sale or you're you've got your um autumnal launch call out the seasonality so obviously this is a specific sale towards Halloween so we're calling out Halloween but if I was to run this uh in spring for example I would have a flower emoji and I would call out spring so I'd put like spring sale now on it's not enough anymore just to have sale now on 
So touch on seasonality, it works really, really well. And just change that toolbar as you go through the seasons. Even if you're just doing that, that will work. Uh, definitely touch on the sale that you're having. Scarcity is crucial. So see how we've got here, selling fast. Uh, make sure you have something like that in your headline. Uh, and then I would always, always mention your uh, free shipping uh, limit. So whatever it takes to then uh, get free shipping, call that out. And then we'll call that out on the product page. And I'll show you this shortly. But making sure that you utilize a toolbar is really, really important. Make it stand out, touch on seasonality, use scarcity and urgency and mention your shipping. I think emojis, again, I'm a big fan of them. They work really well. They're visually uh, scroll stopping. So you want to go and look at that emoji. If this was plain text, there's no way it would get as many views or clicks as if uh, this didn't have the emojis on it. Sounds stupid. A lot of you want to protect your brands. I get it. But if you want to make more money and you want to increase your conversion rates, these are the little things that help move that needle. Number seven, and we're going to look at the page now. Um, these are really, really important. So I was on a live. I've been doing this for 10 years and forever I've called these buffers. So I've called them call to action buffers. And someone said to me, why don't you call them anchors? And I think anchors are a much better word. So these are things that we see has a huge, huge impact on your click through and add to cart rates if you have them by your buttons. Now, we don't deliver any product, product pages or any landing pages that sell, that sell physical products or sell online without these four anchors around any one CTA. And I'll show you an example, but I'm going to go through them at the first and foremost. At the top is social proof. Okay, so you need by every call to action, and I say within the same fold, so within that same kind of, you shouldn't have to scroll to see it, to showcase social proof. Now, whether that's five uh, star emojis that just says, you know, rated 4.9 out of five. The, the best way you can utilize this is if you use um, uh, logos that everyone knows. So Trustpilot, Google, for example, because we associate with those brands. So we trust those brands. So there's also trust and credibility as long as, as well as social proof. When it comes to your social proof, and we're going to go through the page in a minute, but when it comes to social proof, don't just put 4.9 out of five stars. Okay, get creative. Again, we're trying to move this needle every, with every single element on our page. So instead of saying 4.9 out of five stars, say 4.9 out of stars by hundreds of happy customers, hundreds of verified customers. Touch on the pain point. If, if say, for example, it's, uh, it's a weight loss product, say 4.9 out of five by hundreds of people uh, living a healthier life. Okay, so you can, you can really touch on that pain point in that, in that bit of text by your social proof. But you shouldn't have a button without social proof. Number two is this Halloween discount applied. You notice that I said at the very beginning when we have that modal pop-up, all we're trying to do is treat people like they're six and walk them through the, the whole process of the sale. So buy all your buy buttons, have an anchor that tells them that the discount is automatically applied if you auto-apply it. If not, make sure you call out that coupon. Again, you don't want to give anyone, anyone on your landing page, any sort of an excuse to ask you a question or to exit. So if I'm sat there as a consumer and I'm thinking, well, how do I get my discount? Is this the, is this the discounted price? Do I need to add a coupon? Am I gonna be taken to a checkout? That's friction. All those things are friction. All those things are reasons why people aren't gonna purchase. So you just need to walk them through the, dirt, the journey. Number three is this one here, selling fast. And I'll show you the real life example in a minute. But this is uh, uh, urgency and scarcity. So again, especially when it comes to sales, something like this, selling fast, a little thing by your call to action will work really, really well. Uh, we've also done it with like a green, the green round circle emoji. Again, you don't need a developer for this. You can just 
do a green circle emoji in green text, just put uh, in stock now. You can use the amber circle emoji to put running low on stock, and you can use the red one to use low stock now. So just having some form of urgency and scarcity around there uh, is really, really going to increase your social proof. Uh, sorry, your, your conversion rate. And then the, the fourth one and the last one is uh, trust. So trust and credibility. How can we get trust and credibility on our page? Well, the easiest way to do it by your call to actions is to use payment seals of the processes, merchant processes that you accept on your store. And this is a strange one. The reason for this is psychologically, and this doesn't happen, like people don't stop and think about this. This is all done in the back of your mind. A cold consumer clicks your ad, they come onto your landing page. They see your call to action button and beneath it, they see these logos. They know Visa, they know MasterCard, they trust Apple, they trust Google, they trust Amex. And because that's on your website, they, they subconsciously trust you because those merchants are, are, used, are using your store. So any sort of trust and credibility works really, really well. Um, and I'm just going to quickly go to the seventh one, the last one, before we actually go through the page, because I think it's, it's good to give you these and then I'll give you the visual examples. Um, but point number seven is, is to apply all the conversion principles. So this is the example. I'm going to give you the, the real example shortly. But it's super, super important. And I can go through these just, just as if we have time. Um, I'm very happy to. But applying conversion principles to your page are, 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 are literally, you know, people can double treble their conversion rates overnight by just applying what we teach and what you can learn about conversion principles. They are so, so powerful. So let's have a look at them. Let's have a look at the page. Um, cool. So I'm going to zoom in. I really like your things at the top. I've never even thought about considering doing that. Usually we're yeah, I'll, um, sure. I'll, um, I'll walk you through them. Sorry, is this loading? Can you see? Uh, I see your presentation. Okay, let me come out of this. Because I'm on Canva. There we go. Switch to the page. Ah, it's because I'm sharing a screen. That's fine. Let me stop sharing yeah, and I'll reshare. Yeah, perfect. Um, there we go. Cool. Can you see that? Yep. Perfect. Cool. So the reason I've done this in here is so I can annotate it for you guys and pull it out. Although that quality does look bad. Is it going to be better? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, there we go. Cool. Right. Let me grab my pen so I can annotate this for you. There we go. Let's use a nice vibrant green. Why not? Hey, cool. So this is the landing page itself. Sorry, this is the landing page itself. And I'm just going to walk you through uh, some really important conversion principles. Once I get this up, sorry, guys. That's super important. So you'll be able to see, first and foremost, the toolbar at the top. So oh, where can I get this pen? Sorry, guys. Is that the pen? There we go. So first and foremost, this toolbar at the top. We obviously gave you that example, but take a look at the color. So it stands out. Now, I talked about continuity between the ad and the, the, the landing page. The same goes on your landing page. If you have a sale on and you're calling that sale out in your toolbar up here, make sure your pricing is the same color. And again, these are all tiny little geeky things that make a difference. The, 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 the point here is, I look at the price. I know this is now on sale because I've read the toolbar that has the same color that's on sale. The same pop out here 
that I said is really, really important is in the same color, this, this continuity and consistency that the call out in the product image itself that I've seen on the ad is showing the same color. So again, I'm just, I'm just making things easy for people. So Justin obviously mentioned um, these things along the top, and I'm going to talk you through the five most important elements above the top on the landing page. So number one is, uh, is trust. So these are trust seals. We call them trust seals. They're effectively, again, they're kind of like these. They're, they're giving us a reason to trust the brand that we're visiting. So trust and credibility. How do we do this? We mentioned things like free returns, mentioned things like money back guarantees, COVID safe, 24-7 support, um, all, all the things that make you look like a real business that people often shove down the bottom of their page are so, so important. So pull them up, pull them up uh, to the top of your page and you will see in, uh, an increase in conversion rates. Obviously, we've touched on trust here as well. Number two is social proof. We do this here. So again, it's a one-liner, so super, super easy to implement on mobile. It doesn't take up much real estate because it's just one thin line of text. Again, a lot of people get this wrong. They just have this. They just have the 4.9 out of 5 stars. They forget about this. This additional line that actually, again, moves that needle. You know, By hundreds of happy customers, hundreds of verified customers, hundreds of customers living a better life, et cetera. So utilizing that really, really works. Okay. Number three is value proposition. And some of you may have clocked this on the live. Look at this title. This doesn't look like a normal product title. Okay. So most of you are probably advertising on Shopify inside your product title you just call the product the product you would just have it called conversion bit but this is a great bit of real estate that you can actually utilize to get across your benefit of your product okay you'll hear me say this a lot but utilizing the benefit and the transformation of your product works really really here, well here so this is a multivitamin product that we've just dreamed up the whole benefit of the multivitamin is to get healthier and happier there is Zero part of this above the fold that I'm talking about ingredients. I'm not talking about uh, patented software. I'm not talking about the, the recyclability of the bottle. I am not talking about any sort of feature of this vitamin. I am talking about the transformation and I'm talking about the benefit of the vitamin. So get healthy and happier in seven days. So use utilize your product titles unless obviously I think, again, I'm not a traffic expert, but I, I have obviously if you're doing uh, Google uh, ship, uh, shopping, I think your, your title needs to be specific to the actual product, but you can get away with that by having the product title here and then your kind of uh, value proposition second. But utilizing that product title to, to get that transformation uh, is super, super important. So that's number three. Uh, number four is having a very strong call to action. Now, this is a huge mistake that we see people get wrong all the time. <coughs> Excuse me. Most people, if say, for example, I was utilizing this purple, and this black would have this call to action as purple and black. You need to make sure that your call to action stand out against everything else on your page. Okay, so just pick a completely opposite color so they stand out. Um, colors that we use are Amazon orange works really, really well and a vibrant green, almost like this color, but a toned down a little bit works really, really well. But again, if your brand is orange, don't have an orange, pick something completely different. If your brand is green, don't have a green, pick something completely different. Okay, and then Item number five is strong product imagery. So always lead with that, if you can, if you're doing uh, ad specific products with the, uh, the image that you used on your creative. And then you can also then showcase more, obviously, in your carousel, which are really important to have UGC content on there. So have actually authentic pictures of people using or holding your product. That's going to help you convert more. Um, but those key five elements are really important. Notice how 
by the call to action here, we had uh, we we have those anchors. So we have the scarcity, we have the call out of the price, we have the trust, and we have the uh, the the uh, sorry social proof. As we go down this page, whenever we have a call to action, we have everything still. So we have the call to action, we have the price point, we have the scarcity, we have the trust, and we have the social proof. Same goes all the way down the fold. Whenever there's a call to action, we're repeating those four anchors, and it's really, really important to do so. So hopefully that's pulled out what I've kind of discussed inside the presentation. If you'd like me to go through the page more, I'm happy to. Any QA, you let me know how you want to work this, Justin, but hopefully that's helped. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what about um, fixing that we notice sticky out the cards? Mm -hmm. On mobile, 100%. The, the, again, people get this wrong. So two things when it comes to sticky out the cards. On your mobile, have them, but one is make sure you showcase social proof on there so most of the add-ons where you have the ad cart they don't actually have like the star rating of your product if you can put the star rating of your product on it will get more ad to carts mm -hmm. point number two is only show it once you've gone past one fold of your call to action at the top so again a lot of people have it stickied from day from 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 the second you load on the page and yeah. you know you're scrolling down it's still there you want to use you want to show it once you've gone past that first call to action one more fold then have it come up yeah so that that's just two points on that but yeah 100 utilize sticky dub cards yep we have an app on shopify we use that does all that pretty well so. perfect do you know what the app's called do you remember uh it's called sticky add the cart <laughs> oh there you go guys sticky add the cart look it up i've yeah. used it before it's good yeah um yeah, if you want to run through the rest of the page, we have time. I mean, if you yeah, want. sure, absolutely, cool. All right, guys. So I'm going to keep this short and concise. But there, there's way more that I'm going to teach uh, that we teach and that I can show you um, that I'm going to go that I'm not going to go through on this because I do want to keep this concise. <clears throat> but I'm going to walk you through what a really high converting product page looks like. Okay, we've discussed above the fold. We've gone over those five elements, um, and they are super, super important. As we go down the fold, we uh, follow the Ada principle. Most of you know what that is. I'm not, I didn't create it. I'm not going to claim fame to that. It stands for attention, interest, desire, action. So after our first section, which is the attention section, we pique people's interest. Now, this is really important. A lot of people don't do this. I am going to claim this. We are someone who are the advocate of doing this. We say that everyone who has a product page should be doing this. Your second section should explain how they order the product and what the transformation is. Now, this is really important. I said it time and time again, treat people like they're six years old. Tell them how they get your product and what the transformation is. So we do this in three simple steps. We say step one, and these are really important. Call out the steps, use icons because they're visual. So use icons, they're much more visual. And don't confuse step three. Step three is not receiving the product. No one wants to know when they receive the product. You can say that in step two. Step three, is the transformation. So, so this is how we do it for our multi-bit product, for example. Step one, order instantly today. Step two, we ship within 24 hours. So we've just told them when they're going to get their product. We ship within 24 hours. You can mention when they're going to get it down below. Step three, be healthy, be happy. That's the benefit. That's the transformation of a multivitamin pill, okay? So it's not get delivered our product, receive the product like that's boring shit people don't want to hear that people want to know how this product is going to benefit them so this is a section that you need to put in that interest section at the top <coughs> excuse me as we go down the page this is where we can now pique people's interest so first and foremost it's all about the benefits and again i'm like a long pairing record i repeat myself a lot but this works okay benefits first features second 
cliche features tail benefits sell. So lead with benefits. <clears throat> You'll notice we're talking about our multi bit product. None of these headlines, none of this copy is anything to do with any of the ingredients, any of the benefit, uh, any of the features, anything about the bottle, what we put in it. It's all about the perceived outcome. It's that transformation, that benefit. So get all the all the vitamins and minerals your body needs in a delicious gummy. Okay, benefit nutrients your body needs in one go. Everything you don't need, you don't eat in your day to day diet. Enjoy a delicious treat that's actually good for you. Okay, these are all benefits. We haven't mentioned anything about what we put into this product. Okay, people get this wrong all the time. My my most easiest example to explain this is that's something like a, an electrical toothbrush. Okay where people go wrong and I, I get it as an advertiser you're so proud of like the the kind of uh back and forth you've been with the 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 the, the kind of manufacturer and you've got these amazing products and features are incredible and you've worked so hard to get a longer battery life and a da 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 so let's picture this a toothbrush electrical toothbrush where people go wrong is they'll first and foremost talk about the 360 twizzle head they'll talk about the 24-hour battery life they'll talk about the the a zinc finish to the to the packaging you know they'll go feature 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 people don't care all people care about how much uh better this product is going to clean their teeth and how much healthier their teeth are going to be with so first and foremost you lead with that then you can go into your features so it, secondly in that interest section we can talk about features notice now how we go into the ingredients this is a feature of our multivitamin so we can now lean into those kind of ingredients we can talk about the the iron, the ginger, uh, the zinc, whatever the ingredients. I mean, these are made up. This is our make-believe multivitamin product. But this is where you can go into that 360 rotating head. This is where you can go into the long battery life. But first, lead with that transformation and the benefit, okay? So we're still in our interest section. We're going down the fold. Now we're into our desire. And guys, notice, like, I'm not going to do this justice on this workshop because it's not long enough, but notice about like the copy, et cetera. We haven't just put like reviews, testimonials, okay? We've put a number to it. We're re writing really high converting headlines, trusted by 1,032 plus awesome males who are living a healthier life. This is a male vitamin product. So we're, we're really targeting our demographic, even in the, he in the headlines, okay? When it comes to desire, it's all about social proof, reviews, uh, testimonials, case studies, um, UGC content. That's what goes in your desire section. There's a way to set up your testimonials. Again, I'm not going to do it justice on this, but have a real picture, real picture of people. I hate these plugins where they don't even ask for a picture of the person. Aren't, they just make your reviews look scammy. They don't make them believable. You need authenticity. So real pictures of real people. Call out a statement from within the, uh, within the testimonial above. Always, always, always reiterate the star rating. So on every single review, notice how we've got these stars. When it comes to the testimonial itself, make sure you bold the key elements within that testimonial. Look how we've more energy, fun playing with my kids, okay? And first and second name. Don't just have Andy B or just Andy. First and second name is more believable. It's more authentic. It's going to convert more. One section to put in between your desire and your action section, and that is an FAQ. Do not underestimate the power of FAQs. What you're trying to do in your FAQ is, again, reduce friction. So you want to put in every single question that people have in their mind of why they wouldn't purchase your product. Now, typically speaking, these should be between seven and ten questions. The first five questions are all going to be about, in e-commerce, all going to be about your product. So deliverability, refund, returns, where do you ship, how quickly does it take? The other three to five are all going to be about your product. Okay. So for example, for the multi-bit, how often should I take it? When will I see results? 
that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and by the way, we we are not doing our, our business any favors here by not selling this on subscription. I would be hundred percent selling this on subscription or bundle. Uh, but last but not least in your product page is action. So many people again, get this wrong. So we are actually launching a Shopify theme, but so many themes and so many page builders negate the call to action at the bottom of the page. They don't have it. And it's like, it's mind blowing. Like it's honestly, I use the analogy of, it's like taking someone to, to, to a movie and they're really hooked on the page. Like you are fucking lucky if someone scrolled this far down your page, honestly. Like if you use heat maps, you'll see most people don't scroll down these pages. So you are so lucky if someone is still in, it has that intent when they get to the bottom of the page. And if you don't give them one clear call to action to take action, you're more than likely going to lose that customer. So again, it's like taking someone to a movie. They're really enjoying the film. They've watched the whole film. And at the end, there's no ending. And they just leave disappointed. So I, I like that. That's tickled you, Justin. But yeah, that, that's the only way I can describe this. Like you've taken someone through a journey. And at the bottom of the page, you haven't given them a call to action. So make sure that at the bottom of your pages, you have a clear call to action. Don't confuse that call to actions. I hate seeing pages where they have like, learn more, watch video. Just get them in that cart, get them to add the cart. And of course, there's lots of optimizations we can make when we go pre-purchase inside the carts. Not going to have time on this live, but uh, hopefully that's been some helpful tips, guys. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Of course. Uh, Thanks for everybody that's joining. If you have any questions, uh, reach out to Oliver. Uh, does a great job. <clears throat> Actually, we had a comment come in from somebody that said that, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but basically took the nope. store from 1.4 to 2.4 in three weeks. So any questions on the CRO? That following our stuff? Yep. Andrew oh, amazing. Geldard. Amazing. So, well done, yeah. Thanks. Um, any questions, hit, hit him up. This will be available in the vault uh, later today. We'll get this in the vault. So if you guys want to scroll back through it and look. Um, and then, yeah, uh, look forward to doing this again. We'll have to do this sooner than later. Um, I'll reach out. Maybe we can set something up about 60. Yeah, minutes. very so. happy. We can we can do some audits. We can audit some of your your, your PayPal's pages. Very happy, guys. Um, really happy. Hopefully it's just helped. Tag me in if you have any questions or inbox me, or you can always uh, tweet me at Oliver Kenyon. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. No worries, Justin. See you soon. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Yeah.